You busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. Can I be honest with you about something real quick? Because uh, it's a judgment-free phone call. I'm frustrated. Yeah, uh, I tried to go ahead and start doing a little bit of laundry and cleaning up and taking my mind off of it. But mm-mm, let me tell you something about this grandbaby, Kay. I am not one that can plow through snow if I know uh, it's going to get in my car because my windows are down, Kay. I am not one that can fast forward through an emotion. I am wired to dissect because when you dissect, in my opinion, you find things in that you're like, hmm, never seen it that way before. So you get different perspectives. You may come out with some new seeds. You may come out with some edible fruit that you like. You know what? Now that the smoke done cleared, I ain't going to hold you. This does taste kind of bomb. <laughs> it's just I wouldn't have known that if I just would have kept going. And so I don't like to speed through discomforts, frustrations, or irritations. I like to go ahead and say, okay, uh, scenery that I really am uncomfortable with, but understanding that as long as we're on this blue, green, and muddy earth, that you're going to probably not frequent, but see this again. And so I want to be better prepared. So I am a student of negative emotions. I am a student of anything discomfort because more than just getting through it, I want to learn so that I am better able to adjust and cope with it later. Do you see what I'm saying with that? And so you probably have one of these days where you're like, yeah, it was the perfect storm. I'm talking about the perfect recipe to have you irritated to the point that you're like, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to sleep like somebody a teacher caught my house and I got to be in like, I'm going to bed early. Okay. The world earth is on pause. I am done. I don't even know. I'm about to take this shower. That's nasty, but you still somebody grandbaby. So that's fine. And I'm, I'm calling it a night. And even though it's still daylight outside, have a nice day. Leave me alone. This is just how we doing it. Or however you decide, you know, vices of your choice. However you decide to go ahead and deal with the heaviness of a day. And yeah. So let me, let me break it down to you because I know you like, so where's it coming from? Because I know you got a story. Yep. What a song about it. Here we go. Uh, my responsibilities in life has appeared to simultaneously increase. And I have noticed that with increase, you have to pay attention to things that trigger you and things that alleviate it feeling heavy. What am I talking about? So glad you asked. This particular portion of my life, you ever had a portion that you're like, okay, it's a temporal situation. This is not permanent. You got some things that are in motion, in action, and it may have made your plate of life a little bit more snug, but it won't be this way forever. So right now I'm in the midst of finishing up grad school and I also got a promotion at the same time at my job. And then I also have a a very active basketball playing son. And then I also have a very vocal preteen daughter. And then I also am, as I'm growing and learning new things about me, also got to keep my marriage intact, you know, because you don't want to grow apart. You want to update your person and say, hey, guess what? Uh, New software. (laughs) Let me update you is how that goes, right? Right. And then you have your own body and social and 
physical and every spiritual, everything else about you that you need to remain to keep balance. What often happens in life is life will continue to add and you'll start to feel like, okay, bro, uh, when, <laughs> you know, you know how the restaurant people, uh, the waiter and the waitresses, they say, you know, say when, when it's too much. Yeah, uh, too much. But a part of you feel like it almost is a, it almost seems a little selfish. Like the things that is increasing like these are things you either prayed about or you recognize as pure blessing but you're like okay I just I just need a little bit of an air pocket <laughs> like a little bit of an air pocket to go ahead and breathe a little bit like I know you're not complaining about a promotion like no 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 sir I'm not it's just the pace of the responsibilities and the atmosphere and all things like I, I really I want to I want a breathable position it's like oh okay I know you're not complaining about the fact that you got a, a active healthy son like mm-mm, promise you I'm not but sometimes when his games is two hours away right one way I don't really be wanting to go I ain't gonna hold you I know you're not complaining about having an intact marriage that is healthy and growing like <laughs> no 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 I promise you I remember when I used to cry uh and tell you that listen I don't know if you stop making them good but like can you slow down my age so I can wait for the new batch to come out because I don't understand and so the certain things that you like I can't really complain about that per se those are not the things that I would really identify as yeah but you shouldn't be frustrated about that it's those things to me are the sprinkles and cherries to the things that are really irritating so after having a really really busy day came home check the mail, which I don't recommend uh, because sometimes it's not the best of news and got an unexpected bill in the mail. And I was like, uh, reverse, reverse, what's going on here? And pretty much it was from the dental insurance from my son. Some things I tried to iron out to get his braces in an effective time frame and all these other things. I did my due diligence, right? I went ahead and made sure that I'm calling and making sure that the effective date and the consultation date coincide so that there's no surprise bills and all these other things. And Mary, do you know that they played themselves because they sent me a bill and I was like, what you doing? Okay, that's not how the song goes but that's how I was feeling and so I went ahead and filed the complaint did all my things the letter that I got today was like uh yeah we deem that bill necessary and that's the bill you're gonna have to pay so I went honey glazed ham pineapple Thanksgiving style I said everything that I could say on the outskirts of not cursing I I, I call people asinine <laughs> I was yeah I'm listen you got to tell the truth and shame the devil I was absolutely upset because I'm like I did my due diligence this is a, a drop ball from these this company I went absolutely let me calm down because I feel myself getting ready to re-ruin my deodorant and so it's kind of like on a stink after that right I was like, mm, I need a minute because that wasn't particularly how I wanted to start the second half of my day. Because if you have family and you got responsibilities, work is not uh, your job. OK, that, that was the first portion of your day. Have a nice day. And I clock back in you home now kind of things. So I felt this heaviness and I was uncomfortable. And I said, all right, let me let me sit with myself. What is wrong? And I'm like, it, it's just a cluster of it all. I'm just slightly irritated. I ain't going to hold you. 
So, you know, I'm going through the checks. I'm like, okay, so is it possibly, you know, the womanly thing coming on? And is it, could it be something that you ate? And I'm like, no, the real, the reality is, is that I don't seem to be dealing with frustrations as easily as I would like to. And I don't know if it's because they're new frustrations or what's been happening. Like, I'm not really clear on how to dissect these new nuances. And so I remember today that I read a devotional and that devotional came to mind through the Holy Spirit. And I can't even make this all spiritual and spooky boogie. Like it is the real talk. I, I literally was like, I read something today about being overwhelmed. And it was like, oh, yeah, Matthew 11. And so I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to process this through myself. This is real time. This is fresh off the press. Like we might as well be a new station at this point. So we're going to process this together. Nothing scripted. Listen, I'm going to just shoot the only way I know how. Where? From the hip. Thank you so much. Matthew 11, 28 through 30. You know that I read from the NLT version. And the problem, pause. The problem and good thing is that sometimes we read the Bible but sometimes the problem is we read it too quick and we don't pick up on the settle like, mm, I'm sorry, <laughs> that was a, a, a little gem drop. Wait a minute, go back, do that again. And I believe that when you're reading the Bible or you're having certain encounters that God reveals to you what is needed in that particular season of your life. That would, you probably read this many a times before and was like, mm, that's good. But the way that you digest it in another season, you're like, mm, that, that's sustaining me. You see what I'm saying? It is something different about having a little snack that you're like, hmm, that was delicious. And it's something else about engaging in something to the point that it fills you. And so this particular time reading this again, it was a fulfillment. And so Matthew 11, 28 to 30, let's go ahead and just shoot, just let's just do it. Then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. 29. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I'm humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. 30. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Okay. Now I've always, you know, said that. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, you always kind of like muddle that in your head when you feel like you're going through something. You know, come to me all who are, who are weary and, and heavy burden. But what I've realized is that nothing about this passage said, I will take it from you. Nothing about this passage said how I initially interpreted it. If it's too heavy for you, come to me. I'll take it off your hands. Nothing about this said that when you become bigger, when you become greater, and when God expands you, that don't worry, I will shield off anything that will make you slightly uncomfortable. What I am noticing is that when you are on the path of becoming great, that you are going to have to understand and manage great responsibilities. And sometimes great responsibilities either appear or feel like a burden. And I don't think that that was God's misinterpretation. Like, no, 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 I don't want you to feel that. I believe that with great blessings comes great burdens. But if you are aligning yourself with God, that he will make it lighter. 
I put myself in the shoes or even just imagine what Jesus felt like in the Garden of Gethsemane. And for him to know, oh my goodness, Calvary is on its way, had to have been some type of heavy burden. You see what I'm saying? And the fact that out of everything that he could have said, he said, God, if you could just take this cup from me. Now, if you read your Bible the way that I did, uh, God didn't take it from him. The Bible actually says that he went ahead and had two angels go ahead and come and comfort him to strengthen him for what was about to happen. And so it made me kind of think like, well, where did we get this idea that if we are too heavy or boggled down with something or we feel like something is burdened, we can just say when and then God's like, OK, that's enough. Or God can say, you know what, Mm-mm, hold on, let me like like it's a book bag on a, on a first grader that makes them look like a, a Ninja Turtle. And the parents that's like, come here, let me carry your book bag. Like that's what I initially interpreted as taking off the burden. Like, is was it just me? Like, did you since at any point feel like come to me all who are weary and heavy burden? I will give you rest. Man, oh, th- I'm thinking it's bringing something to you and then automatically feeling like, Oh, oh, thank God. Uh, I I mean, I'm so glad you rescued me from that. I'm so glad that you took that from me. I'm so glad that you moved that. I'm so glad. And what I'm realizing is like, no, no, no. It doesn't happen that way. He doesn't move that particular supervisor. He doesn't fire that supervisor. He doesn't move them to a new department. He doesn't automatically make them, (laughs) you know, sick or move away or whatever. No, he actually says, come to me and I will help you manage through your work with the supervisor still there. I will make it so that while the supervisor is still pending and over in authority in this particular section of your life, that it does not bleed over to the point that is too heavy for you. And no, no, I'm not going to take away that particular bill and the debt that you created. I'm not going to all of a sudden just like, oh, God did it and just have a whatever the dollar amount is to wash away your debt completely. No, 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 no. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a plan, a financial strategic plan so that with the finances that you do have, we're going to go ahead and plow through this. It won't feel extremely heavy and you're probably going to feel slightly burdened. But if you go ahead and get my strategic plan, it won't make you weary. And so I'm like, "Mm, okay, well, maybe we need to really understand the terms that are being used. Like maybe it's an assumption that we don't really, that we understand automatically what weary means and what all these other things mean. And so I'm like, all right, well, let me just look up weary. We already knew. Listen, I ain't got to use the bishop and the new Oxford ministries over there. Weary is pretty much where you're tired. Okay. It's a lot going on. You need some sleep. Like, matter of fact, let's just go to the New Oxford. I ain't going to hold you. Weary. Feeling or showing tiredness, especially as a result of excessive exertion or lack of sleep. Feeling or showing tiredness, especially as a result of excessive exertion. So that is literally giving so much of yourself to a particular thing that you get to a point that you have no more left to give in any other area of your life. It's like you're parenting to the elemental P. You are working to to like five o'clock times five o'clock, like you're doing three shifts from one nine to five. You are giving so much of yourself, but by the time that is 
even presented for you to do something else, you are zapped. That's why you're going home um, from work and you can't give no more because you gave everything that you have at the job. That's why when you get in one relationship and it went terrible, you can't even fathom trying to go ahead and love again because you gave everything to that first wrong relationship. That's why when you go ahead and get burnt by one family member, you try not to get close to anybody else because you gave everything to that particular. It's like giving yourself to the point that it's like, I can't give no more. I can't give no more. I have get, there is no more juice, there's no more juice, no more nectar, nothing else you're going to be able to get. You cannot get blood from a rock, okay? That's what the old people say, okay, God bless them. And so weary, in that sense, we can understand that. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. Well, what is a burden? Let's go ahead and identify a burden. According to the bishops, again, in the New Oxford Ministries thereof, Burden, the first definition says a load, typically a heavy one. The the main responsibility for achieving a specified aim or task. Let's go back to that. A load, particularly a heavy one. And then under that it says a duty or misfortune that causes hardship, anxiety, or grief. A nuance. The main responsibility for achieving a specified aim or task and so I'm looking at that I'm like okay so weary and heavy burdens they go together right because what are you tired from you're tired from a task so being burdened burdened down with something the result of that is feeling weary it's almost like they're they literally are one and the same they're fraternal twins if you will and so the remedy to that Jesus is saying come to me when you have the symptom of feeling weary because of heavy burdens, all you have to do is come to me and I will give you rest. It's almost like a spiritual equation. If you are feeling weary and heavy burden, come to me, I will give you rest. Come to me, I will give you rest. What are you feeling? Come to me, I will give you rest. Something in that even feels spiritually enlightened. You don't have to always feel that way. So many times people are going to vices, they're going to other people, they're going to whatever is tangible on earth, and they're trying to find the thing to make them lighter, to make them feel a little bit more, things make things easier. And the problem is, is that anything on earth, you're never, ever, ever going to be able to go ahead and dissect it indulge in it whatever you do with it lay down with it okay great you're never going to be able to do that and come out feeling lighter because the one thing that I've always heard with people who indulge in a thing that is tangible on earth is that they just wanted something to numb it for the meantime you just wanted something to go ahead and just numb the fact that you created a mess, numb the fact that you have a mess in your life, numb the fact that you made that decision, numb the fact that you just, for that temporary time span in your life, if you can just go ahead and pause it real quick with an earthly tangible item or vice, you just wanted to pause it. And that is not long-term effectiveness. You need something that's going to make you feel lighter. I, if, if a math class 
was terrible, and I may or may not be speaking from experience, okay? If it was terrible to the point that every time I went to this math class, I had a headache. And as soon as I walked in and sat on my desk, I was like, oh, my gosh, I already know I'm not going to understand nothing. That is too much. Getting up, raising my hand to go out to go to the bathroom or go get a sip of water is a temporal fix. Guess what? I still got to go back to that math class with the same level of, of understanding and irritation that I had a prior moment ago. To me, spiritually, that's what we do, and that does not make sense. God is literally saying, I can keep you in that same math class, give you a different understanding so that you won't have that headache. Do you see what I'm saying there? And oftentimes we're like, no, 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 just let me change my major. Let me try to avoid. Let me try to get around. Take the math portion away. And if you're going to give me math, give me real, real easy math. Like take it back to C-spot run, but in the academic math area. You see what I'm saying? Like go ahead and do something to make it easier. But you, what you're asking God to do in that sense is God make me smaller. Make me smaller so that things feel easier. And God is like, no, no, no. I want to make you stronger and I want to give you my insight so that you can become better. And when you think of weary and and heavy burden, you're like, how is that making, how did you get stronger out of that? And it's because, look at verse 29. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you. Because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your soul. What is your soul? Your soul is the place that you have your rationale and your feelings and everything that is perpetually bad or good in your life. It is stored in your soul. And so if you have something that is heavy, if you have something that is burdened, that information is not stored in your physical realm all the time. It's not stored in your spirit, which is well, see, oh my God. <laughs> which is perfected. Come on, Holy Spirit, help me with the tongue twist, okay? But you're a three-part being. You are a spirit being, you are a physical being, and you have a soul. And so your soul is storing all of that information, all of those feelings. And he's like, listen, I know exactly where I need to go. God is not a um, Marco Polo in the spirit where he got to be like, is it right here? And you're like, no, that don't hurt. Does that hurt? No, that don't hurt. So that he can figure out how to alleviate you. He literally is the doctor and the customized physician for your soul. He knows exactly where to go. If you come to me, you don't got to worry about me being no earthly teacher. I'm not going to look at you like if Johnny had five apples and took four away how many apples he's not gonna grit his teeth in the spiritual realm he's not gonna make you feel like you i'm i'm scared that if i bring this to you you're gonna make me feel like like no he's saying listen i'm humble and i'm gentle at heart and i know exactly what to do let me teach you and you will find rest for your soul so if he teaches you you will find it If he teaches you, you will find it. Did you catch that? If God teaches you a thing, you will find it. He never wanted to fish for Peter. He wanted to make Peter a fisherman for men. 
He never wanted you to go ahead and just go ahead and bless you with money. He wants to teach you financial wisdom so that you can make more. He never wanted to go ahead and just give you things. He wanted to show you the resources, how to go ahead and make more of it. He's never just going to give you something. He's going to teach you the mechanics so that you can continue to ripple effect that same seed. God is not a God of, I want to alleviate you just right now in this moment. He is a God of, if you allow me to teach you, you will have freedom for your soul for the rest of your life in this area that's freedom that very next verse in 30 says for my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light and again I'm like how can you say burden and light at the same time so you know what I did I actually had to because I wasn't born in this time frame I had to look up what yoke meant and when I went to Christianity.com, I just, because you know I'm visual. You, by this time, you should know that. I literally just wanted you to show, show me what a yoke is. Because when I think yoke, I ain't spiritual enough that I have to tell you. I'm thinking eggs, sir. <laughs> Sunny side up. Okay, great. Uh, you know, however you do it, scrambled, you know, whatever, however you need that to be done. And that's fine. But what does yoke mean in the biblical term? And everything, if you have not noticed what biblical terms is either something with agriculture or something dealing with stock and, you know, livestock and all of that. And so yoke, according to Christianity.com, was pretty much, and I want you to visualize this, or you can go ahead and put, pull it up too, which I would like for you to do. But it's two oxen side by side with something metally or wood around their neck and the only thing that's keeping them leveled together is this plank that almost looks like wood so to speak so it looks like the two things around their necks and then both of them so it's individually around their necks and then both of them have a plank that's going across both of their backs or necks rather and so I was like, oh, that's a yoke? The yoke is the part that is literally the thing around or, or, or around, not only around the neck, but the thing that's going across the neck. So I was like, okay, so teach me a little bit more because, mm, you know say. And so here, here was a little caveat that I found on homesteadontherange.com. It said, a yoke can only be used on an oxen with horns strong enough to pull a load. A head yoke on an ox with weak horns is a recipe for disaster. The yoke must be recarved to fit as the horns grow, and it must be strapped on with care to avoid slipping. A well-made head yoke generally fits one team so well that it is useless to any other team. My gosh, did you hear that? It's a couple of things I even pulled from that. Number one, the only reason why you even have it is because you're strong enough to pull it. The only reason why you have that particular load is because you are strong enough to pull it. It literally just said that an ox with weak horns is a recipe for disaster because it cannot pull it. And that as it's growing and as the horns grow, that it needs to be recarved and refitted so that it's not slipping. So whatever you were able to manage at one point in your life, don't be dismayed or feel some type of, you know, uh, 
disservice to yourself to feel like, well, how come I can't handle what I, how I used to handle before? I'm stronger than this. I had this particular victory in my life. I used to be able to do this, that, and the third. I actually had someone say that to me. They were coming up with new issues in their lives, and there was things popping off in the personal realm. And the person literally said to me, I know that I'm stronger than this. I used to do this in my life. I had this going on in my life at one point, and I got over all that. And the most fatal, the fatal thing that you can do now that I'm reading this is look at your prior horns and wonder why you can't pull that same load. Because you are stronger now. You understand that? You, you, you cannot, if you tried to go ahead, if you were an oxen, and let's keep that spiritual analogy. If you were an ox and you tried to put on the yoke from your prior victories, it wouldn't fit. Your horns grew. You grew spiritually. You got that lesson. God went ahead and alleviated that and showed you and taught you in that area already. So to look at prior you and go, but I used to be strong enough or I used to not care or now I feel like I care too much or you're looking at however your characteristics may or may not have shift, you're doing yourself an injustice because you're looking at when your horns were smaller. Do you see that? And then this was the part that really made me, matter of fact, can I go somewhere real quick that I wasn't going to go? Now I understand why the Bible says don't be unevenly yoked. Because now that I can see the illustration of two oxen pretty much having something along their, their necks and then that thing across their whatever and that whole thing, the, the necks and across the necks and it looks like, okay, y'all in a horseshoe but metal, I don't know what's going on. It is a disaster in the making to have one ox with strong horns and one with weak because the burden of that particular life journey is going to be on one person. I'm going to try my best not to say nothing else about that because I feel like we're going to go to a whole nother topic and I'm trying my best. <laughs> I'm trying my best to stay here. So let me finish reading this part because, um, okay, great. But, mm, should I do it? I'm not going to do it, girl. I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But let's keep it moving. But what I'm trying to go ahead and bring home is the fact that God is literally saying in the parable that Jesus was saying, come to me and I will make sure that that yoke, the thing that goes ahead and, and allows you to carry a burden, I will make sure that it's not too heavy for you. I will make sure that it's easy to bear. I will make sure that it is light. And so I want us to get to a place that we understand that we're never, ever, ever going to be able to go to God with the understanding of I don't want to carry this. That we're never, ever going to be able to go to him with a discomfort of any sort and say, okay, um, can you push this away and do, do something else with this? I want us to spiritually go ahead and be mature enough and say, the way that I'm carrying this right now by myself with this current particular yoke is too heavy for me. But the Bible says that if I come to you, that you will teach me with a humble and gentle heart how to go ahead and find this rest so that the yoke is easy to bear. And it's all there in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. If there is an area of your life that you're like, God, 
I don't want to sound like a two-year-old in the spirit, but I want you to remove this because I'm over it. Whatever it is, whether it's you're weary because you're super duper frustrated because you've given this all that you possibly could. You don't thought about this however many times that you could. You don't felt the remnants of this emotionally, however way that you want to go ahead and cut it. And you're like, you know what? I'm done. I want to cut it off. God is saying, can I say something to you? The reason why you have it is because you're strong enough to pull it. But let me go ahead and adjust that particular yoke so that it's lighter like maybe it's a little bit too close to your shoulders and the way that it's supposed to be carried it needs to be carried right there and then positioning it repositioning it makes it easier makes it lighter sometimes it's not even a matter of just unpacking something and repacking it it's just a matter of repositioning it and letting God teach you how to get through that particular burden with his mindset Your challenge, if you have not noticed yet, is I want you to identify the area, the thing, the place in your life where you feel heavy burdened. And I want you to go back to Matthew 11, 28 through 30. And I want you to really read what God is trying to tell you in this season in your life. And you ask him with what I have on my plate right now to pull It's too heavy for me. Can you teach me with a humble and gentle heart how to reposition this so that it's light? Literally, this particular passage, 28 to 30, starts off with heaviness and even sounds breathable. So I'm going to end it by reading it again. Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I'm humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. For my yoke is easy to bear. And the burden I give you is light. For my yoke is easy to bear. And the burden I give you is light. For the way that I'm going to reposition this on you is going to be easy to bear. And what you're pulling, the thing that I allowed into your life is going to be light. For the thing that was meant to go ahead and make it heavy If you bring it to me, I'll go ahead and repack this book back for you. I'll go ahead and resize this particular thing for you so that it's easy to bear. And when you pull it, it will feel light. You don't need for God to remove it. You need God to reposition it. Do you understand that? Deep breath. Okay. Well, I feel like you got what you needed. You know what these conversations are, right? They are life-provoking conversations, conversations that not everybody's going to have with you, okay? That literally, that when I speak to you, I came on this phone, literally, can I be honest? We, I started the phone call off, um, I was a little irritated. No, I was a lot of irritated because my stomach was cramping and I was like, I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta speak and talk my way through this. And through speaking, 
I pray that you heard the Holy Spirit talking through me, that you actually can hear God personally speaking to you. I pray that even though you hear my voice, you feel God customize it for your situation. I pray that at some point in this conversation, you were like, mm, that's the download that I needed. And I'm so grateful that we have these conversations because who better to have it with but you and I. You understand? But listen, um, as much as I want to keep on hugging you through the phone, uh, I'm going to go ahead and let you let me go. I think I heard my dryer go off, so <laughs> she needs to start folding because uh, you know that that can go ahead and be postponed for three to five business days. But that's fine, and I don't want to be gossip about because I'm somebody's grandbaby. But listen, we're going to go ahead and go. I'll talk to you later, okay? <laughs> later. <laughs>